Hi, and welcome to the Cricket Shepparton Show. This is part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening around Cricket Shepparton. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the summer season on 1FM Shepparton Radio. So let's have a listen to see what's happening on the Cricket Shepparton Cricket Pitches this week. Good morning, listeners. Paul Digger-Tricarico in the studios of 1FM to talk a 35 minutes or so of Cricket Shepherd. And great to be back in the studios after a one-week hiatus uh, up in Fiji. It was a beautiful time to get away and, and get married and, uh, and honeymoon all in the one go. And uh, now I'm back and the stats man is uh, back in the studios doing what he does each and every Saturday morning with the Super Saturday Sports Show. How's your week been, stats man? Fantastic to uh, be here on a Saturday morning. Been fantastic, and just your daily reminder that Collingwood are the premiers, and uh, life's good. Weekly reminder or daily? Yeah, a daily reminder. Yeah, fair enough. We the daily it, remind everybody the yeah. way it should be. Stats. Oh, here we go. We've got a <laughs> couple of pie supporters, and uh, that is the voice of Dave Delia. Welcome to the show this morning, Dave. Fantastic to have you here in the studios of One FM. Uh, obviously, here for GV uh, Bush Bash, which is uh, your little baby and your sort of organizer of that, but also the ex-president of Cricket Shepherd and how just how's that been has that been a, a weight off your shoulders the last couple of years um not being uh, having the role of president and the, and, the, and the phone calls and the things that go with that yes absolutely well first of all uh, welcome to uh, the listeners and good to be back in the studio haven't sat here for a while um yeah look it, it has been a bit of a, a bit of the weight off the shoulders a bit of, bit of time um you know to myself bit of a release bit of a release to that sort of stuff i still sit on the northern rivers board um and i'm the the vice president there and i'm the northern rivers rep to the vccl so it keeps me a little bit busy with that sort of stuff um but yeah, yeah fingers the, in many pies the, yeah the, <laughs> the day-to-day running of uh, of cricket shepherd and i've handed over to norell and their team and they're going along quite well yeah we get a a phone call every now and again that says, oh, what happened here or how do we do this? But, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been good to sort of step away and, and let some fresh, some fresh blood, you know, do things different ways and, or, you know, just modify things, you know, a little bit. For sure. We'll talk about uh, what your views are of cricket heading into the future and all that sort of stuff. But we welcome this morning Narelle Claney, the president of Cricket Shepparton, who has become, I guess, a... A consistent member of the Cricket Shepherd and Show on a Saturday morning. Welcome to you this morning, Narelle. Welcome, thank you. Yes, looking very tanned and you know relaxed sitting over there. Certainly am, certainly am, and uh, thank you also for doing last week's show with the Statsman and Steve Delitz, who has been uh, a breath of fresh air in terms of organising the guests each week. It's something that I haven't had to do. We just uh, organise it during the week and then flicks me a text and says. You've got Dave Delia this week uh, talking GV Bush Bash. So how good is that to have someone organise that for you? Dave, uh, talk to us about um, the Bush Bash, how, it's, how last week, um, was it last weekend or the weekend before? Uh, weekend before. The weekend before, how mm-hmm. that panned out. And then uh, some of the future fixtures. There's fixtures this weekend? Uh, next weekend. Next weekend. Yep. Okay, tell us about the, tell the listeners about the Bush Bash and how that's been going. And are you happy with it? And uh, is there any sorts of things going forward that you might like to change or you can see in the future that... Um, there's a real opportunity to evolve the, the T20 style of cricket going forward. Yeah, look, the Bush Bash is uh, travelling along really well. We um, we started, this is season four, uh, we started with the uh, the four franchises. Unfortunately, the uh, the Cobram Panel Works Panthers, Mark Haberfield, ran out of time in the day to uh, to continue on with, with that. And so he said, look, I can't, 
can't continue with the team. Uh, it was quite interesting. We had four uh, really interested parties uh, with um, the, the Bendigo District Cricket Association winning uh, the rights to the franchise for this for the next three seasons. Can I ask, uh, so that's four potential extra teams all applying for that one extra spot or are you looking to expand the competition into the future? So the, at this stage it was four applying for that one extra, for the one wow, spot. Wow, that's, that's really there. solid. So there, there were thoughts given to, all right, so the, we could, you know, therefore... A six-team comp or... Yeah, a six-team comp. What that does though, so at the moment, four teams play each other once, gives you a three-round competition and a final, so it's four Sundays. And as Narelle will attest to, finding Sundays during cricket season mm. where things don't happen uh, isn't really easy to so do. So you're feeling as though if you jump in too much with too many teams, it can sometimes dilute it a little bit and make it more difficult. Rather keep it at four, mm-hmm. strong and healthy. Correct. And yep. then see where that takes you going forward. Correct. Yes, yeah. and, and it's up to uh, it's up to them to you know, the, It's it. Well, you know, last week we had our first round, or two weeks ago we had our first round over in Bendigo at the Kangaroo. Fa- Kangaroo Flat Sports Club, so the Sporty Spitfires were introduced to the comp. Um, Tell us how they went. They, they went really well. So they played the uh, the reigning premiers, the Hurley Hotel Hounds. Uh, they kept the Hounds to seven for one sixty five uh, off their twenty overs. A bloke by the name of Paul Newman got forty four, which is not a surprise. Yeah, it's great to see him back at the top level. Absolutely, yeah, uh, and uh, does hit a ball uh, rather well. Uh, Regis, and I'm not going to try and pronounce his surname, but from the <laughs> um, from the Goulburn Murray Cricket Comp, opened the batting and. Uh, Whilst Regis was out there, he only got 20, but I think he got him in six balls. And uh, when he gets going, Mm. Paul said, like, he he hits him a long, long way. Um, McMahon from Moama, he got 44 not out. Um, And Bari from Strathdale, Maristons, he uh, finished with two wickets for the Spitfires. And then the Spitfires chased him down in 18.5 overs, so 8 for 167. So a really good game of cricket. The interesting thing there was that um, other than Thewlis, who batted at about four for them, all of their runs came from six and below. So the, the top end, you know, James Seymour, um, who's currently playing... So the tail cricket, wagged there for them. The tail mm. wagged, absolutely. Um, and I think a miscalculation from the Hounds, they have Cameron Stevenson, who opens the bowling for Carlton um, and for the United States of America. Uh, he, They had two overs left with him. They didn't bowl him... They should have bowled him 17 and 19. They bowled him... Um, 16 and 18. No, uh, the body right. were 18 and, and saved him for the 20th. Oh, right. He didn't get it to the 20th over. Nah. Um, so the, the 17th over... Uh, Did you watch him bowl? I was umpiring. Okay. Yeah. There you go. You certainly watched him bowl then. Mm. You would have seen the ball coming down. Sharp. Give, give the listeners something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As sharp as you want to see. Uh, there's a kid by the name of Luke Stagg from um, Bendigo. He's probably as quick. Yeah. Um, he plays for Country Victoria as well as uh, in Bendigo. So, yeah, there was... Um, there's but some that must be the pleasing aspect of this competition is that our local cricketers here in Cricket Shepparton and I guess the, the local cricketers in the Bendigo competition get to play with and see some of the really electric... Um, cricketers like to go to that next level and and, yep. and explain that how quick this bowler is um, so is a really good challenge for them. Yeah, we, we've got yeah. You go through. You've got Ethan Brooks who plays for Worcestershire, Worcestershire. Um, he also Worcestershire. plays for Paran, Worcestershire. Cam Hemp Great from Glamorgan and, and um, Lancashire. Uh, you've got Dylan Brasher, the captain of Footscray, Andy Popper, who plays at Carlton, previously Caramomus. You've got James Seymour, who's an open and bat for Essendon, won a Ryder medal, which is their equivalent mm. to our Lightfoot. 
Um, you've got Cam Stevenson, Michael Archer, former Tatura player at Carlton, Connor Hayes from Essendon. Um, you, you work through there. You've got um, Damon Egan, uh, people who are involved with Kookaburra will know him. He's captain of the Paran Premier League side. Um, he uh, led the Australian Men's Indigenous Tour of Vanuatu in May this year. Um, and Will Parker, who's a member of the Victorian Shield squad. Um, they're, they're some of the marquees who, uh, who have or will play. Can I ask, is there a rule around how many... Could you have 11 marquees from all no. different parts? So what's, what's the rule? Maximum three per game. Okay. Yep. okay. So if they're, if they're at the equivalent of Premier Seconds or above... Then Just one of the listeners to know, is there a... Yeah, three, regarding... Yeah. Okay, yep. so each um, club or team has mm-hmm. the opportunity to sign three players... Well, you can sign nine if you want, so you can play three one game, yeah, three okay. the next, three the next, yep, yep, yep. only a maximum of three per game. Okay. Exciting stuff. So going forward, fixtures for the following weekend, so next so Saturday, Sunday. we have... Uh, 9th and 10th next of December, 10th, I think it is. 10th of 10th. December, yep. yep. So uh, we've got the two sides who came second last week, the Crushers and the Hounds, will play each other. Um, and, and where are we playing, Dave? That's at Deakin Reserve. right so yep. we've got a full day of fixtures at Deakin. 11 o'clock and 2 yep. o'clock. Deakin okay. Reserve, get down there, have a look. There'll be some pretty good cricket play, Jeff. Okay, I'm sure we'll mention that again in terms of promotion. And then in January, the last round will be at uh, Chuka at Victoria Park. That's right, yep. So uh, the, the Kyabram team. The I like that, house. having it in different, like Bendigo a couple of weeks yep. ago, Shep this week gets a go, next week, sorry. And then in January, uh, we go up to the Port of the Murray for a Chuka. And the final, he, I'll, I'll let you finish the fixtures and then we'll talk about where you're planning to have the grand final, etc. Mm-hmm. Yep. So as I say, uh, the 10th of December, you've got uh, the games at Deakin Reserve, which is the Crushers and the Hounds, of it, and then the Mud Dogs and the Spitfires. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we go on the 21st of January up to Echuca and play the last round. Then the final comes back on... Now the finals worked out just top two top out of two. the four. Yeah, yep. whoever's play. won the most games, most points, percentages, yep. and yep. all that now, sort of stuff. Yep. Well, while we're on that, yep. we are um, we are toying with the idea. I've asked a few people, and we're we're getting around to uh, it being more of a chance of happening. But um, we've got a number of import cricketers running around Cricket Shepparton at the moment. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to try and put together a rest of the world team out of Cricket Shepparton. Mm-hmm. So obviously those not involved in the bush South final. Africans, English, South Africans, English. Key your Nick Breslins and your Felix O'Dells, those sort yep. of people, yeah, your Kiwis. Um, anyone who, who identifies as a rest of the world versus... Born a, in another country. Versus a best of cricket Shepparton team okay. involved. So, yep. yeah, we'll play... In the, a T20? In a T20. Play yep. the Bush Bash final at 11 o'clock and then at 2 o'clock we'll have a, uh, we'll have a game, the rest of the world versus cricket Shepparton. So um, that'll come out on Facebook in the next couple of days and people can... Uh, so is that definitely happening or is that in the pipeworks? That is, if I get enough response from the, um, from the Facebook um, uh, response, if I get enough players to happen, then it'll happen, yeah. Yep. Okay, fantastic. Do you, do you lucky to like Kerry Packer's not around? He might bankroll that. Otherwise, yeah. he uh, he, so, he loves those sorts of concepts. So get sponsors on board. Get a couple coloured of uniforms. Yep. That, that's the idea. Yeah, create a rest of the world uniform. Cricket Shepparton obviously have their own uh, uniform that uh, that they they wear. So we'll get a few. Uh, so just few looking at it for you to think of something like that. You've looked around at all the clubs and the potential availability of players. Do you think it can work? Yeah, absolutely. Look at the, the, the numbers of people. You know, you've got uh, you've got the two English uh, cricketers and um, Nick Breslin over at uh, over at Marupna. You've got uh, two South Africans out at Wai. You've got a South African and two English uh, players at Newmarka. So yeah, you, a few of the Indian boys as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. A few blokes at Pakistan. Rehambari. You know, he yep. probably put his hand up and go, "Yep, I'll have a crack a at that." A couple of Sri Lankans. You just yeah. 
Yeah, that would be exciting. Mm. What do you think, Narelle? It's a pretty we're, good idea. We're definitely an, um, an international Flavor. Uh, association. So, mm. yeah, you've only got to look every week. And as you said before, you, you were struggling pronouncing some of the names. Um, sitting there scoring. Do you think Gino, Gino would get in as the Italian representative? <laughs> Gino, so, Gino could be coach of the rest of the world. Yeah, that would be a, would that'd be. Be a very, very good honour. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. so, uh, Love it. So, there, so, yeah, and look, you know, even, for example, they're running around at Pine Lodge, I believe there's a black by name, I think it's Tino Fernando in, in B grade. Was he Portuguese? They tell me that he is sharp as. So right. He, you know, as a black boy, he might put his hand up and... Well, he might be Sri Lankan. Oh, no, no idea. But he's rest of the world, nonetheless. It, it does appear that the surname says he's rest yeah. of the world. Um, the other thing that we're doing, uh, the um, the Cobram, uh, the Cobram, the Kangaroo Flat Sporties produced a set of uh, authentic zing stumps and bales for the... Um, for the game over there, and it was quite impressive seeing them uh, seeing them going off flashing bright red. So we've had a bit of a look, and um, the, no the faults, all worked a treat. All worked a treat. That's so what the we want. Um, the bush bash and cricket Shepparton are going to buy a set of zing stumps. We're going to use them for the bush bash. Uh, also going to use them for one day finals, for T Twenty finals, for junior finals. You know, under under fourteens, under sixteen kids. Um, you know, the ladies cricket. If they play a night game, they can um, come and get a end of them and uh, and work them from there. So we'll be doing that, and as part of that. Um, they come with a, a, um, a template for a wrap which um, which allows the light still to flash but uh, can put your name on it. So if you have any interest in sponsoring the, um, the Zing Stumps, uh, anyone out there, if you've uh, got a bit of cash and you think my name on a set of flashing Zing Stumps every time someone goes out, which happens quite a lot, mm. um, then, uh, yeah, come and see me. How good. And the great thing is that most cricketers um, would enjoy the buzz of you know, firing the ball in that for a run out and seeing the zing bales go off. And, uh, and I certainly think the under-14s and under-16s um, would certainly enjoy um, seeing those stumps in play in a, in a, in a big final. When I um, when I spoke to the gentleman from Zing and just got all the details of them and I said, like, the batteries, how long do they last? Yep. He said you can genuinely get two days of cricket in a senior game of cricket out of them. You generally get one day of a junior game because they get tested so often by the Yeah, fans. yeah, they yeah. get absolutely smashed. I'm sure they just like to just flick them off and, mm-hmm. and yep. see them uh, flash. Great. Uh, anything more, Dave, going forward regarding Bush Bash? You're, you're happy with the way things are going there in terms of the competition? I guess, where do you see the competition? Are, are you really pleased with the way things have panned out the last few years it's been operating? Question uh, one. Absolutely, yeah. Very, very happy with the way it is. Um, yeah, the crowds have been good um, and all, all the teams are keen. I mean, we, we started as three season, we'll give it a go. And mm-hmm. as I said, three of the four franchises just said, yep, sign us up for the next three. Um, and then, and we had four teams looking for that last spot. So, yeah, it's getting popular. And question two, where where would you like to see it in the future? Like, would, would you like to see a, a six-team competition, an eight-team competition, or is that chewing off a little bit too much? Yeah, look, possibly the six. I think eight's a bit big. Um, I, to be quite honest, I'd like to see some competitions down Gippsland jump on it and run with it and run a, one in Gippsland and one maybe down you know, oh, and then have of a, have a um, at, at about four to six teams mm. and then you know, pick a best of Cricket Shepparton That's team right. you know, or best of Bush Bash team a best of you know, whatever they call them and, and possibly and play best a game there yeah. state final or something yeah, like something that between the best yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay that's that's good alright um Cricket Shepparton, your views on how things are going. We're back to two-day cricket. Um, how long has it been now? A couple of seasons since you've not had the presidency. Two, and uh, obviously it would have went through COVID in mm-hmm. that particular period. Then we had floods and uh, and Brandon took over and did a great job and then relinquished his role. Narelle's in the spot now. Just uh, your thoughts on 
on cricket in the area, just your own personal views on, on how things are, are going and, and what you think might, uh, how you would like things to maybe pan out down the track. Be kind, not, not, be not, gentle and remember I'm within arm's uh, reach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not wanting to throw so, you under a bus or anything. So <laughs> Cricket-wise... Because um, you still do have a very, very key input, even with Northern Rivers, with the Bush Bash. You, 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 I know that you'd be monitoring it for sure. Um, monitoring is probably not the right word the, from where I look at it. My, my view on monitoring is you know that's a, that's probably not a great word. Just looking a, at an outside to, yeah. looking in. I, I haven't. I mean, outside looking in. Mm. I'm still umpire, so yep. still um, there. I still got a son who plays uh, plays cricket at a at a higher grade, um, and I, I still have a keen interest. I suppose it's. It's when you spend a bit of time looking after something, because that's what I consider I, I did. I looked after it, what people had done mm. beforehand, and I looked after it so I could pass it on. Um, then you, you have a, a, an interest because you think, you know, I don't want it all to collapse. Sure. Um, you know, uh, but um, Ken O'Mara, who was a previous president, um, when I, I went to him in my first year as president and said, Ken, how do I do this? And he goes, no, no, David, there's a, a bit of monkey see, monkey do. If you keep coming and talking to me and asking me, then it's going to be Ken O'Mara's reign is just going to continue through you. Yep. You've got to put your own stamp on it mm-hmm. and you've got to do it your way. And so I stand back a little bit and you know, I look at what Brandon did. And I think, yeah, there's some good stuff there. And I'm looking at what Narelle's doing and there's some good stuff there. And when I say Brandon and Narelle, Brandon and his team, Narelle and her team, um, so, yeah, it really is sit back and, and let them do that. And I'm open to a phone call. Yeah, if Narelle rings and says, David, hey, want to run this pasture? Absolutely. Yep. But, um, yeah, try and try and sit back and, and, and let, let her steer the ship. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. um, great to see two-day cricket back. Absolute fan of. We'll be really interested to see where it goes in B grade and where it goes in A grade after they have a season. Yeah, there's, so there's, off air you had a few strong points about... Um, B grade or grades lower than than A grade in terms of two day cricket. What's your own personal view there, or where do you think it might be headed? I think the the thing with two day cricket is I think that it's going to show the real gap between the strong, yeah, you know, the haves and the have nots, um, and and I think we're probably at a situation, and this was on the table when I was when I was president, um, where we might be at about breaking point with the number of teams in the competition. Um, and with 13 teams, maybe from top to bottom, there's too big a span. So do we do we look at restructuring the whole competition? We've got approximately 48 teams. I think it's 50 last count. Um, that gives you eight teams in a competition is you're perfect for cricket because you've got 21 playable days plus finals uh, for a cricket season. So eight gives you seven against in one days and seven two days everyone gets to play each other twice yep. at both formats now i get there's rain and there's heat and you can't yeah. do all of that sort of stuff yeah. but you can start the season as a as a reasonably um you know level playing field with seven and seven yep. um so you go eight in a you create an a reserve which we've had mm. previously so it's mm-hmm. not reinventing the wheel in any way shape or form so um yeah you, you run an a reserve then you're on your b c d and e and yeah you look from especially from a reserve to a grade you have a promotion relegation system so bottom two might drop out and top bottom two one, might bottom come two up. yeah you talk talk to the clubs and, and work out that now you know so are you saying 16 clubs from a grade to a reserve 16 teams 16 sorry 16 teams yep so, for example, you'd go the top eight in A grade at the moment as mm-hmm. they stand. I mean, you've got a ladder there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yep. um, So then, so nine, so at this stage... Kyabram, Tachuri, Yeroa, Karamomis, old students would all be in part would of that. Would go to A, a reserve. reserve. Yep. Okay, yeah. so what happens if, say, Marupna are top of B grade? 
So that's do they have an A out. and an A reserve? Yeah, yeah. But some some teams might have an A and a B. So that the one, like for example, at the moment, Northerners got A grade and C grade. They don't have mm. a B, mm. right? So you go top eight, then you'd go five. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's your point. It, it gives you Pine Lodge. Come up out of B grade, come yep. into A reserve. No, I definitely think a, it's a, a how do I say it? A different club should be going up. But I, if Marupna or Numerka or whoever are top of B grade, I don't know if you can have an A and an A reserve of the same club. But that's you can have an A and A yeah. reserve, right, at the same club. But you just can't. So when it comes to promotion like, relegation, I'll, if Marupna win, yeah. they can't come up. That's what I mean. So that's why I think your, your promotion relegation would be top or. If it's a Marupna, uh, a Nyamurka, a, a Wayai who win B grade, mm. then the runner-up in B grade have the option of coming up. Okay. Yeah. That's that's all my point was yeah. in terms of if a team that's already got an A grade and then they've got an A reserve that's and they all finish the, top. That's all the nitty-gritty. Yeah. yeah. You, you work but I, I, I love the idea. Yep. I'm 100%, me personally, love the idea. I think uh, going forward there needs to be some rejigging in regards to that. But, Narelle, you've got some... Differing views. You, you like the, the way things um, are going at the no, moment. No, not necessarily. No. Um, definitely know that we have to look at the restructure of things. That's one of the big things well, that we've got on our agenda, was, and we have had. Yeah, I was going to ask you the feedback. There might have been some feedback regarding yeah, this. Did you want so, to tell the listeners a little so bit about we've that? So we're still, of course, working on the strategic plan, but that's more of an overviewy type thing. So the actual running of the competition is a bit separate to mm-hmm. your strategic plan. Um, but we've had. Because we've asked all the clubs, we asked the clubs at the start of the year what they wanted as far as one and two day teams. They actually voted they they voted for one day in C grade. But if you looked at the team, the clubs that nominated for C grade and actually put a C grade team in, if it had only been those clubs' votes counting, we'd have been playing two day cricket in C grade. Mm. The next problem we've got is that you've got clubs out there that are going, yep, we're going to have an A, a B, a C, a D, and don't have enough players for that. So we're going to have to come... We can't, we can't decide for the clubs what teams they're going to have, yeah. but the clubs have to come on board and actually be a bit more realistic with what they actually can fill. Um, a lot of the clubs out there are going, yep, we can have a D grade because we've got plenty of juniors. But then they're finding that you can't be filling a senior team just with juniors, juniors and actually making being teams. So that's been the biggest problem this season has been clubs nominating for teams that they're not fulfilling. So we have to get, the clubs have to get on board. Like It's great for them to say, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, but we actually have to have them commit to what they're going to do. So they have to be a bit more realistic within their own house as to what they can actually fulfil mm. for the competition. That's been one of the biggest struggles for us is clubs dropping out of teams or moving teams. They knew what they were going into at the start of the season. They get to choose what grade they put their teams into. Currently, there's no restrictions on what grades they put their teams into. <coughs> so there is no law that says you must have an A and a B. Mm. That's a huge fallacy out there. There is no state effect on that. But there are a few things that have come through from um, Cricket Vic where they're making suggestions for us for the longevity of the competition, where if you one of the suggestions that came through this week to me was that if you've got an A grade, you must have an under-16s comp and you must have a blast program. Because if you're going to maintain longevity in your club, you can't be just looking at the next year. You can't be just looking at the next two years. So if you've got an under-16s and a blast, that should mean that you will have enough players 
by the so time your blast comes through. They're saying that if you're having an A-grade side, you have to have an under-16 side. That's what they're suggesting. Yep, they're and suggesting a blast and a blast program. Because if you're going to be a premier club within the association, you've got to lead the way and actually have Do you think the that'll backup. be mandated at some point or...? They're because there are clubs out there, they're suggesting I'm confident, they, that are playing can. in A-grade that don't have an under-16. It, it, it's one thing yeah. that, though, this, again, isn't reinventing yeah. the wheel. That's been no. as obvious as you could possibly be. You, you need to develop your cricketers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can go and grab a, a, an overseas import or you can go and poach a player from another club, but that's only one or two players. Correct. It doesn't work. I mean, the most recent A-grade club that folded was created from a whole heap of other clubs and didn't have the infrastructure underneath it and folded and now old students are playing out of Koyala because mm. the ground was vacant. You need to create the club from the ground and that starts with your, your your committee, your blasters, and you mm. build it up through your mm. through your sixteens. Yeah, my, my son played in an under six, the last under sixteens um, grand final premiership before they went under seventeens for a couple of years. So he played in that. By the time he turned twenty one, there were three people from that under sixteen squad of fifteen who were still playing cricket. Mm. So you've got to you've got to keep these kids coming through because they just. Don't all stay there. It's not like you're going to under 16. There's other things to do. In in six years' time, we're going to have an A-grade premiership. That's no, right. That's right. Yeah. So you've got to build it, absolutely. You've got to build it. So that's where they're looking at. So we've got to get the ground structure right, um, and then we from that we can find out what we're going to, how we're going to rejig things. Okay. Fabulous discussion, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to head off to our one and only break here on the Cricket Shepherd and Show. You're with Narelle Claney, the Cricket Shepherd and President, as she looks up at the clock and says it's 9.50. We've baffled, we've waffled on a, a fair bit uh, already. Dave Delia here as well. And the stats man and myself, Paul Digger-Tricarico, in the studios of 1FM. We'll be back right after the break. Are spiders invading your house? Have you found white tails in your bedroom or a redback under the toilet seat? Now is the time of year that lots of spiders hatch and baby spiders become big spiders. At Jason's Pest Control, we are here to help you get a spider-free home. We only use high-quality products that not only kill spiders, but also mozzies, flies, and other insects. We treat inside your roof, inside your house, and everywhere outside, including sheds, fences, clotheslines, and rubbish bins. This year, get your spider treatment done right. Call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor. Some ATVs are simply made tougher than others, like the Segway Snarler. Yep, Snarler, all-muscle, government-approved. Available in short and long wheelbase and built for the toughest Australian conditions. Or there's the Segway Fugelman side-by-side. Powerful 1,000cc motor, huge performance and unrivaled safety. So, two great workmates, the choice is yours. Check out the Segway Snarler and Segway Fugelman at Shepparton Motorcycle and Power Equipment, Vanilla Road, Shepparton, or visit shepparton.mpe.com.au. LMCT 11819. 1FM sponsor. Hi everyone, it's Big Cam Witzel. As you know, the team at Cardamone Real Estate are passionate about sport right across the Golden Valley and at CRE we support 30 local sporting and community clubs. If you're considering selling your home, leasing out your biggest asset or need friendly advice, talk to the team at CRE. Yes, that's Cardamone Real Estate. Call Pete, BC, Brad Campbell or myself, Big Cam Witzel on 5825 4200 for a free appraisal. In 2023, think of CRE and right across the GV area, you're in Cardamone country. One FM sponsor. Oh, I'm running late again. Okay, gonna have to put the foot down. Just a few days over. Won't hurt. Oh, no way. Morning, driver. Can I see your license, please? If you're driving, don't be tempted to speed. Chances are you will be caught. 
Speeding drivers can face large fines. A message from the TAC. Drive safely for everyone. Station sponsor. Super Saturday Sport with Mark Owens. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sport show. Got Paul Digger-Jacarico hosting the Cricket Shepparton show. And we're going to have a look at what happened last week in round seven. We are. We're apparently... Are we at the halfway mark? We are. Round seven. Yep. So this is the second of the two-day competition in the A grade. And looking at last week's games, we're going to have to sort of roll through these fairly quickly and see where people think uh, these matches might actually... um, Who actually gets up. So in the Central Park Kyabram game, Central Park, St. Brendan's... Kyabram made 204 and Central Parks and Brendan's already are one for two. Kyle Mueller in the runs again. He's just starting to hit his straps. Kyle, 75 off 90 balls. And Billy McClay, 39 at the top of the order. Um, I'll throw it over to you, Dave. Uh, can Central, does Central Park get the 205 required? You would expect so. Uh, Tyler Larkin and Andrew Cowan, both in good form. I think Central Park should get those runs comfortably. Your thoughts, Norell? Are you? I can't remember your tips. No, I wasn't I. here last week. No, so. you weren't here. No, so, I, I tipped all the winners last week. Um, yeah, no, I think Central Park will get that. But once again, because last week, of course, don't forget, was a wet wicket, wet grounds. This week, lot dry, a lot harder. Central, what are you thinking, stats man? I'm and, thinking... And just as quickly, a shout-out to Jared Wakeling, 5 for 49 off uh, just under 24 overs, which is a fabulous effort with the uh, left-arm orthodoxity bowls. Sorry, stats. No, I'm thinking Central Park, but one for two makes it interesting and uh, some good bowls at Kai as well. For sure. If they can get early wickets, they're every chance. Marupna took on Karamomis at the Marupna Main Oval. And it's an interesting game. 123 Karamomis made in their first innings. Lots of ducks. In fact, five ducks in that innings. Nathan Jones, 53. Uh, great effort. And the great six-time Lightfoot medalist, Chris Keady, from the oblivion, I don't know where he's come from, but he's uh, got 38 off 103 balls. Your thoughts quickly on that one, Dave? Well, Chris has stood on a cricket ground, so he gets three Lightfoot votes. That's a simple <laughs> thing. Uh, look, Karamomis were in all sorts of strife before um, Nathan Jones, Lockie Keady and Chris Keady did a bit of work. 123 shouldn't be enough um, for Maroop. They're on their home ground, but at four for 44, um, they've certainly made it interesting. There's a bit of batting to come. Uh, Breslin and uh, a couple others should get Maroopner over the line. You think that they... You think, you think that even on a bad day, they're good for 150. And Luke Zanchetta, six for 38 off 19 overs. What a spell of bowling that is. Interesting one there. Henry Barrow pulled up short, I think, in his fifth over or sixth over. Yeah, I saw that he's... Crookside probably yep. won't bowl next week, but, uh, yeah... Okay, so uh, yeah, we all be thinking Marupna should get the chocolates in that one, except Norell. Well, no, probably not. But I'm more interested in whether or not the Marupna Karabi grade game. Right. Yeah. How? Really quickly. Yeah. Surely I'd, I'd really like to overnight. see Marupna pull stumps, but no, for Mix, they better they nah. better let him have a crack nah, at two Josh runs. Uh, Josh Preston's got to declare overnight, I would think. Okay. Yeah, personal glory of some people who are looking for a hundred sort of goes out the window, and I think team. The, Team. The team ethos, yes. Absolutely. In the Shepherd and Youth Club United game, they took on Katandra, and uh, Katandra made a healthy score of 6 for 292, batting out the entire day after winning the toss. And Andrew Reardon got 104 big tonne from Rido. Uh, Hadley Sirick got 30, and Ben Pedretti, crossing from Northern, has also got 30. So that's a really healthy score. Can United get it? They'll need Riambari to obviously make a tonne as well. 
Yeah, umpired this game. Um, Andrew was uh, it's probably the scratchiest hundred I've seen. Andrew would be uh, happy to uh, to agree with that. He got dropped, I think, four times. Um, Rehan is the key. Still well, hundred though. It's still a hundred to yeah. hundred. Absolutely, <laughs> take it every day of the week. Um, the key to this game is whether or not the uh, the top order of United can withstand you know Hadley Surrett, uh Corey Hickford, Riley Shannon. Yep. Um, there, if they if they can get away and and contribute two down, if they can be two down at T, two mm. three down, and then give Rehan um, an older ball to come out and, mm. and do what he does well, then yeah, they're a chance. But you'd think uh, Katandra should win. Good padding pitch out there, I'm sure. Northerners uh, versus Wayi at Tally, six for three thirty four. That's a big score. Um, that Wayi, what the what a start with Trower and Carey, one twenty six and one twenty eight respectively, and then the South African Engler chimed in with 41, just under uh, 80 overs, and they've uh, piled on the runs there, 6 for 3.34. Too much for Northerners? Yeah, too much for Northerners. Um, they've been doing well. They've been getting better, but Wai is going to have the chocolates this week, I think, there. Good to see Declan Newbound, who is um, a golfing partner of mine during winter, um, although his footy's taken over that as well, but Decky's having a good season, so uh, if he gets some runs, he might get him close. Okay, we've got a minute to get through quickly the next two games. Old students are chasing 221. That's a really good score for Yaroa, and it's just a flip of the coin if the Felix O'Dells and Cal McCabe's and a few of the younger boys like Oscar Lamborn can get amongst the runs. They should get 220, they but, uh, but it's, it's, it's up for grabs. It's an interesting day. one to watch. If they get 220, they lose by a run. Um, I'm tipping 222 then. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm tipping 10 for 221 in 79.4 overs as a draw. It's a right. tie. Okay. Yeah. I'm, and Narelle? Oh, that's a bit fence sitting there. Um, Yarrow purely because they're at home. Okay. Tatura uh, versus Nagambi. Nagambi 5 for 264. That should be enough for mine to get the job done against Tat just quickly. Yep. Nagambi yeah. easy. Yep. Nagambi. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us here on the Cricket Shepherd Show. Thank you to you, Dave DeLeo. Enjoy your weekend and umpiring today. Uh, thanks for having me. And Narelle Claney, thanks again for joining us on this Saturday morning. Fantastic no to have you See here. See you next week. Statsman, great to have you on board again on a Saturday morning. Good luck to all the cricketers. Second part of the two-day cricket and then one left and then next week's penultimate show before the Christmas break. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.